0: This program is made possible by the giving of the God-Called Partners of Renner Ministries.
1: Hello, friend. My name is Denise Renner, and I welcome you to this program. I am so glad that you're going to spend these next few minutes with me. And I have something to say that's going to help you in your life and help others in their life. And we're talking about the power of your testimony. That when God's power touches you, it's so powerful that we have to share it. And The things that he does in our life, they don't just, the power of that doesn't just go away. That testimony carries power. And I'm going to be quoting this scripture to you several times. But Revelation chapter 12, 11 says, we overcome the devil. How? By the blood of the lamb and by the word of your testimony don't let the devil tell you that you don't have a testimony if you're saved and you're you're walking with god you've got a testimony absolutely and if you have a prayer request then please let us know because we want to join with you we want to pray with you we're seeing so many answers to prayer and if God is touching your you in a special way, maybe a miracle's happening in your life as you're watching these programs or a healing's happening in your body or maybe in your heart or maybe you're just getting encouraged, please let us know. Well, I have two testimonies for you here. And this is um, a person that's writing and they're saying that they were watching the program and they were listening how sick people were being healed and how how miracles were happening. And they kept receiving the word and receiving the word and receiving the word. You know what? That sounds like the woman with the issue of blood, because she, the Bible says she heard the. About Jesus. She heard the things that Jesus was doing. And what did that do? That stirred faith in her heart. And she said, You know what? If he can do that for somebody else, he can do that for me. And she said, If I can just touch, just touch, I don't have to touch him. He doesn't have to look at me. He doesn't have to talk to me. He doesn't even have to turn my direction. If I can just touch, his clothes I will be healed and because of the word of someone's testimony she believed that just touching his clothes that this problem that she'd had for 12 years bleeding, we cannot even imagine what that was like for 12 years, being rejected by society not being able to touch anybody or they'll be unclean And she believed that if she just touched, that bleeding would stop. She would be healed. And it was exactly what happened to her. When she touched him, the power of God came out of Jesus, touched that woman. The Bible says immediately the flow of her blood was stopped. That's the power in listening to somebody's testimony. So if you have a testimony, you need to tell it or please let us know because we want to hear about it and we want to rejoice with you. So here is a testimony. So they were hearing and hearing about people being healed and miracles and they were receiving the word. And then this person says, I was crying. Because the Holy Spirit was touching me. They wrote, I had been suffering from bad pain in my back and also a problem in the left side. And that pain had been there for a long time. And I received the word that was being preached. And I said, God, if you do it for them, you'll do it for me. She said, after the prayer, I stood up in my chair and I realized there was no more pain. Pain doesn't just disappear. That was the miracle working power of God. Because that person opened up their heart and said, I believe you are real. I receive your healing power in my body right now. Amen. Somebody's receiving power in your body, healing power in your body right now. Here's another testimony. Pastor Denise prayed for the healing of somebody's eyes and allergy. The pain in my eye disappeared in three days, and I see how the allergy is going away step by step. You see, she'd received the word. I don't know if it was a woman or not, but it could have been a man. It doesn't say. But whoever it was, man or woman, they received the word of God as real to their life. It's so powerful. God is so powerful and loving and he wants to touch every one of us. He's not trying to keep his power from us, of course not. Jesus bore all sickness and pain and disease on his body on that horrible cross and in that terrible scourging just so that he could heal you, just so that he could heal me. Thank you, God. Of course, in that place, he became sin for us. He took sin upon his own body. He became sin. He became that sacrifice of sin so that we believe on him. We would not perish, but we'd have everlasting life. We would not perish in hell, but we would go to heaven. We would be with him for eternity. That's so powerful. The gospel is so powerful. We've been talking on these programs about how powerful your testimony is and that when God comes with this power, it's not just for you, it's for others. And we talked about how the power of God came to the Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 27. And Paul had prayed for all those men, 276 men. God didn't just save Paul's life from horrible, life-threatening, life-taking storm. But he saved those 276 men. And they later heard the gospel when revival broke out on the island where they landed where the Apostle Paul had been bitten by a terrible viper, which incurred sudden death, very quick death. And the villagers saw it and said, oh, this is the power of God. And they all opened their ears to hear what Paul had to say about God and about Jesus and about his power. And the Bible says there was revival on that island. That was the power That was in what God was doing, not just touching Paul, but touching many, many, many others. We looked at how Paul was in prison and, and, and they, the power of God came and there's a big earthquake came into that cell And the jailer was about to commit suicide. He had drawn his sword and he was getting ready to thrust it on the inside of himself. And Paul said, No, 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 don't do that. We're all here. And what did God do? God saved that man and his whole family. God didn't just save the apostle Paul and Silas, he saved another man and his whole family. What does God want to do with the testimony that he's given you and the power of God that he's let you experience? It's not just for you. It's for others. We see in Esther, she experienced the power of God because they fasted and they prayed and she had boldness to go before the king and say, because if he didn't hold out his golden scepter, when she came because he had not asked for her in thir- for 30 days. And she knew that if she went before him and he didn't hold out that golden scepter that she would die very soon. She received that boldness. Well, what did her testimony do? It saved a nation. God was not Going to just waste this power on just saving this young woman so that she could, could talk to the king. But through her decision, through the power of God that was working through her, God saved the whole nation of the Jews, which brought forth the Messiah. Do you see, friend, that God is not just wants to do something just for us but he is demonstrating his great power on us in us for others think about that man that that demon possessed man bible says he had over six thousand demons jesus came that man was so demon possessed. He was screaming all the time. He was in torment all the time. He was cutting himself. He had torn his clothes off of his body. He lived in the tombs. He was tormented. Jesus came to him and delivered him of every single one of those devils. And those devils went inside of 2,000 pigs, and those pigs all committed suicide. A great miracle. The man was free. What did the man do? He went and told others. Others believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. Your testimony is powerful. And don't you let the devil tell you that it's not. What about David? David's in a horrible situation. In Ziglag, it's in 1 Samuel chapter 30. And And it's so terrible, Uh, all the men that he's with, their uh, children have been kidnapped, all the wives have been kidnapped of these men. The men, they cry so much that they can't cry anymore. They get together and they decide that they're gonna stone David. What's David gonna do in this situation? The Bible says that he encouraged himself in the Lord. Well, there was so much power in him encouraging himself in the Lord. We don't know what he did to encourage himself. Maybe he remembered that he killed the giant. That would encourage anybody. Maybe he remembered Psalm 23. We, we don't know what how, or how he encouraged himself in the Lord. But the next thing it says, he inquired of the Lord. When you and I inquire of the Lord, when we encourage ourselves in the Lord, when we lift our eyes and our head from the problem, and we look to the Lord, we invite his power to come and make a difference in our situation. Well, the power of God made such a difference in, in this situation that the Bible says that all the women were all rescued, all the children were rescued, and all what the enemy had taken, the Amalekites, the Amalekites, David took it all back. It's a great testimony. And that testimony in the Bible is still witnessing to us now. You see, David, he may have thought, Oh, well, this is a great testimony that God has done this. I'm so glad God saved my life, that they didn't stone me, that my wives and all these children and all these men's wives were saved and that we have all of this uh, bounty and spoil from the enemy. This is a great testimony. He didn't know that many years after that, that testimony was going to encourage others just like you and me to go into a situation, to not fear and say, God, you're my God. You've done it before. You'll do it again. Lord, what should I do? And we invite the power of God. We experience his power. That power working through that testimony that we have because we've been delivered is working right now. It's just waiting to be told. Your testimony is waiting to be told. That's a word to somebody right now. Your testimony is waiting to be told. I'm thinking about people in these days so confused. Children being told things that aren't true. Divorces, people with confused minds. They're not confused because they're bad and they're horrible people. They're confused because they don't know. They don't know this great God that you and I serve. They don't know that he has healing power. They don't even know that he's real. They need to hear your testimony. I'm thinking of a woman right now who I, and she's my friend and I have walked with her for, for over a year with a sickness and it has been debilitating to her. She almost lost her sight, she almost lost her breath. She she would lose her ability to walk, her ability to see, sometimes horrible horrible pain to deal with. And do you know what she's done? As God has touched her and healed her and healed her and healed her. She's taken that testimony and she's told people over and over and over again about the miracle working power of God. And God is opening people's eyes to see that this just isn't a God in heaven that doesn't care anything about me. But this is a real God and his spirit's real and he loves me and he cares about me. and I'm going to give my life to him. That's the power of your testimony. You know probably many of you know this name, Kenneth Hagan. Well, he suffered greatly. He was a young man. he was bedfast for months. Uh, he almost died two times. Uh, he had a horrible heart disease. It was a Paralyzing to him in places in his body. He was bedfast. It was a hopeless situation. God's power touched him, rescued him. And now that testimony, Kenneth Hagin now is in heaven, but his testimony is still powerful to this day and his testimony is still setting others free. Thousands have been touched by that one man's testimony. Don't hide your testimony. What does God want to do? You say, well, you know, I'm not a preacher. I don't sing. I don't have any special gifts. Yes, you do. You, when you got born again, God put things on the inside of you that are like nothing, nobody else. Like he's given you talents and gifts on the inside of you that aren't like anyone else's of the seven billion people that are on the earth, what he put in you is different than all those other seven billion people and all the other millions that came before you. What he put inside of you is individual unto you. And he just wants to use you to, to you open up and say, well, God, I'm nothing special. That's okay, you can say that. I can say that. I'm not greatly educated. I can say that. I'm not greatly gifted. I can say that. But I'm gifted on the inside, by God, by the greater one. And I have a testimony of his greatness. And I can tell his tes- my testimony. And you have a testimony. You have a supply on the inside of you. Great power. Great boldness. Great strength. That if you just take it out. Let's say that. Let's describe it as a package. With a bow on top of it. And you just take that package out and you take that you you take open up that you unwrap that bow you unwrap that package and you say god i don't have much but what i have i'm going to give to you look what god did with that little boy that only had two fish and five of loaves. Actually, because my husband's the Greek scholar, it was two crackers. It was two little tiny minnows and five crackers. And he took that little tiny bit, little. We could all hold it in our hands like this, maybe one hand. But he gave it to Jesus. And look what God did with those two little crackers, no, five crackers and two little fish. He fed, the Bible says, 5,000 men. Well, they all had wives and what about all their children? Some scholars say it was 30 to 40,000 people. His little, little tiny lunch of five crackers and two fish fed, given to Jesus, fed up to 40,000 people. Don't diminish what God has given you. Don't diminish your ability to manage, your ability to cook, your ability to draw, your ability to write, your ability to sing, your ability to talk. Your ability with math, your ability to be dramatic, your ability to lead. Don't diminish it, but take it and give it to Jesus. I think some of the most powerful people in the world, we haven't heard about them because they've kept what they have on the inside and they haven't given it out. I can tell you, I don't consider that I'm brilliant or greatly talented, but you know what I did? I said, God, you've given me a passion. I want to see people healed. I want people to know the Bible. I want them to be able to take the Bible in this life and say, God, talk to me. What am I supposed to do about my sick child? God, what am I supposed to do about my mind? God, you've got to help me. God, what am I supposed to do about my finances? God, what am I supposed to do? My spouse has committed adultery. What am I supposed to do, God? He put that in my heart to open up the Bible and say, you're not alone. There's answers in this scripture. I've just taken my little and given it to him. And he's taking it and he's doing something with it for somebody else. Oh yes, there's many others more talented and more gifted and smarter than me. Very much so. But it doesn't matter. I've taken what I have and given it, giving it. What do you have? What do you have in your hand? What testimony do you have that you need to give to somebody else that you need to say to them? I see your problem, and I want to tell you, God, God helped me in that very kind of situation. They are desperate to hear what you and I have to say to them. Don't diminish your testimony. Your very testimony has the power, and I'll quote it again Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. We overcome the devil by the blood of the Lamb and the word. It's words, it's the words of your testimony. It overcomes the devil. It overcomes the devil in your life when you speak it. And it overcomes the devil in somebody else's life when they hear it. Father God, I pray right now for my friend that they will be bold and courageous to say what it is that you've done in their life. So that that great power that you've demonstrated to them, they will share it with somebody else. And I pray this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, friend, I love you. I've enjoyed so much being with you, sharing this amazing news with you that you have power. It's in your testimony. It's not just for you. It's for others. And I'll see
0: you next time. All of us want our relationships to grow and improve. For example, don't you want your marriage to be in better shape than it is right now? Even if things are going well, you probably see areas where it could be improved, right? In this candid 16-part series, Denise Renner hilariously and compassionately reveals areas where all of us can do better in our relationships, and especially in our marriages. Sometimes little changes make big differences. Titles in this series include, Help! My Mouth is Making Trouble for Me! Who is in control here, my mouth or me? I thought I was supposed to change it. Help me, Lord. I need to forgive. I thought I had already reached my forgiveness quota. Rick Renner says, this series is so awesome. Every person will laugh their way to transformation as Denise candidly addresses areas where we can all improve. This life-changing 16-part series is available in digital or physical formats, starting at just $25. We are also offering you Denise's companion book, who Stole Cinderella? For just $15, with genuine warmth and candor, Denise recounts the journey of her own struggles in marriage and the unique insights she learned along the way to attaining emotional health and happiness. Your life will be enriched by biblical wisdom as Denise sheds light on your path to happily ever after and shows you right where to begin again if you've lost your way. Don't miss this special offer, the entire 16-part series, School of Cinderella, and the companion book, Who Stole Cinderella? Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. of Renner Ministries.